peek behind the curtain of the Softly Training Lab with the Softly Performance Podcast. The pinnacle of human performance is out there, and we intend to find it. Welcome back to another Softly Performance Podcast, guys. Welcome to our Lunch and Learn series. We are closing up Chapter 4 of of the Conscious Warrior System series, and we're going to be going into episode three of nutrition. I, and if you guys haven't gone back again, like I said in the previous show, look at episode one and two. There's been some really good information in there and some some things that, you know, they're controversial in terms of how we look at nutrition. And one of those things we talked a little about are all those things we talked about in terms of just how we view food and how its nutrition is relevant to the tattoo community plays a big role in how we go ahead and keep ourselves healthy as a human being. One of those, one of the, uh, one of the topics we talked about was the culture of eating in the tactical world. So what does that look like and why is it that way? We went down to the idea of this cross section of society from the tactical community and, you know, addressing the big stuff like volume along with, you know, understanding the the difficulty of matching your intake output and your and your and your uh, intake input. I guess you can say uh, from you know doing X, Y, and Z. And some people have a problem of overeating when they don't do enough activity, or some people would do too much activity and undereat. And it's really it's difficult for a lot of individuals to find that happy balance in the tactical community. And then we broke it down and looking at how do we go ahead and view food in terms of when I'm in a military training event or a school phase for fire department, LEO or first responder, how do we go ahead and look at eating while on the job operations? And then the same time is like, how do we go ahead and adjust our, our eating habits around our shifts, especially ones at nighttime, along with how do we look at lower carbohydrate uh, and higher fat type eating habits to allow for fixing, you know, post-concussion and TBI injuries that we do see um, in the tattoo community. And, and in the back end of that show, we kind of went down a quick little rabbit hole of what it is with with ATP and why we want to pull out glycogen and why we want to increase oxygen. And one thing that we do want to go ahead and state here is, guys, we're not doctors, we're not registered dietitians, but we do have a breadth of knowledge that allows for us to kind of talk really a really good foundation to talk on top of. And one thing I really want to cover there, because there's going to be in the show notes for episode two, and this is going to kind of carry over into how we look at food here when we go ahead and look at it from a psychological standpoint. How do we entwine this into making it more of a reasonable and very manageable way of eating and changing this relationship with food is this idea of that understand that, you know, when we go ahead and look at different types of diseases, especially like cancer or TBI, what we're trying to do is is one try and get our system to go ahead and be as efficient as possible to get rid of whatever these diseases are. And one big thing we see when we look at TBIs and we just, you know, we we, we had to fact check me when I <laughs> pre-show before coming back on and, and the other one was when we look at TBIs what ends up happening is when a TBI happens we end up having a dysfunction in in mitochondria development, meaning that we have a decrease in energy production, which means then we don't produce enough ATP. But what ends up happening is when we come back from specific training missions, deployments, you know, whatever type of whatever type of environment you were that you had a TBI in, you now have to go ahead and change how you view your eating. 
because of the fact that we have to reset the system, meaning that we have to go ahead and teach the system how to be a functioning system to develop mitochondria and become a high-performing energy production, which gives the system the ATP that it needs, especially in the brain, because we know the brain runs off of what? Glycogen. So coming into it today, guys, with this episode, you know, episode three is when we go ahead and look at it from the psychological as well as a physiological standpoint, we have to understand that all we're trying to do is teach the system to be as flexible and as efficient as possible and utilize the nutrients that we're putting in in the right manner. And I think that's the biggest point of this of this podcast today, you know, especially when it comes to this is the the practical app and the rec- and the recommendations of how do we view this. And again, we're not saying take out carbohydrates, take out fat and take out protein. No. I believe and Matt believes and, and you know, we've seen this from athletes around the world, you need all of those nutrients, macronutrients to give you the best bang for your buck. It's just having the ability to like you said, the awareness to pick which foods go in my mouth and which don't. And at times, I at times I might not always have the choice to go ahead and put the higher quality food in my mouth due to social circumstances and other reasons. Begin again, you don't want to be that guy who sits there and be like, "Oh, I'm sorry, guys, I can't eat that pizza with you or drink that beer." I am that guy that will sit there and won't drink the beer because I know what it does to me and I know what it and that's not what I need. But will I have a slice of pizza? Fuck yeah! Like let's sit, let's have it or a slice of burger or have a burger with some fries. So let's go ahead and kind of dive deep into this and 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 Matt I'm going to go ahead and pass it over to you and have you kind of like you know open this up and talk a little bit about the idea of how this is entwined. Yeah, well I to kind of quote you um you've you've got this I don't know if you've heard this on the podcast before but George has got a phrase where he says that let me get this right around that simple isn't the same as easy. So nutrition we can have relatively simple solutions. Um, we, we kind of, we, we've talked about that in, in the last couple of episodes in, in terms of making, making kind of sensible nutrition choices. I think they're probably not new to most people. Most people are probably aware of the fact that maybe some broccoli is a better shout than your slice of pizza you were talking about, George. Um, do you know what I mean? Like the, the kind of the, what does that look like on a plate that those kind of decisions are we're, we're fairly happy with that i think as a society the issue is is the kind of the the fact that it's not easy it's not always easy to make those decisions and that's something we we sort of dived into a little bit in the last episode where we we talked about how deeply intertwined kind of psychology and emotion and sociology are with with kind of making with, with the sort of the physical choices of, of deciding what to eat and that that kind of um, I guess it's something that we wanted just to touch on with with this episode, really, in that when we're making suggestions for nutritional intervention, and this is something I can I can definitely kind of speak from personal experience. That George is nodding as well. When you're trying to work with an athlete or a patient or or, or a, a, an athlete, a soldier or whatever, changing food or, or discussing food can be something that's quite a sensitive area. Um, Again, because we talked about how intertwined things like that are, people can almost almost see their nutritional choices kind of up there with their their religious or their spiritual choices. It's such a huge part of who they are. Um, so I think you have to, if you're if you're kind of advising someone else, or if you're listening to this, thinking about taking advice, like view it with that level of sensitivity. So any any kind of suggestions that we're we're making is uh, things that you should um try as best you can to kind of limit the amount of emotional attachment you you place on it i guess um 
so what we what we wanted to try and do just to to start off with is is just rattle off um five kind of take home points that's always the the purpose of, of episode three is what can you do what can you learn today that you can implement tomorrow so we're going to rattle these off and then I'll, I'll kind of hand back to George and he can, he can kind of dig into them. So if nothing else off the back of our, our nutrition uh, chapter, we think number one, try and eat whole real foods with as many different in quotations, natural colors as possible. So we're thinking things like, uh, like kind of from blue berries to red tomatoes to green broccoli, those kind of colors, rather than like <laughs> colors that have been added through a, through a manufacturing process. Number two, try and base most meals around a high biological value protein source. Uh, high biological value is the, the kind of the, how closely the amino acid profile in that food matches your requirements as a, as a human. And that'll be something else we can kind of get into in another episode, if you like. Once you've, once you've kind of made the choice about the protein you can then adjust your your fat and carbohydrate intake as needed depending on your individual circumstances and your your goals and, and requirements number three periodize and adjust your intake depending on your goals so just like we talked about in the last one depending on what it is you're trying to achieve just like you'd adjust your training we think you should probably make adjustments to your nutrition as well Number four, particularly for the tax community, try to be as proactive as possible. So that might look like creating uh, emergency meals. So having things in the freezer for if you've like had an extra long shift that you weren't planning on, or to go back to the example George gave in episode two, try and have like little snacks and things like that in your kit so that if you are caught short, you're not having to reach for those donuts if you don't want to do that. And then lastly, number five, try and find ways to enjoy what you eat. Um, so we, we talked about how the, the social side of, of eating nutrition is really important. And I think once you go down the route of, of trying to make things super clinical, that's where they can kind of work for a short period of time, but then eventually the wheels come off or there becomes friction in other areas. So where possible, try and be, try and be social with your, your eating. Um, get creative with, with kind of flavors and, and ways of cooking things um, and, and try and interact with others with any kind of food choices or um, perhaps journeys and plans that you're, you're looking to take. Yeah. I'm going to add one more onto that. Try to cook more. Mm. Yeah. And the reason yeah. why I say that and something I've found is by cooking the food, I have now just created a deeper connection with my food. And everyone's like, holy shit, that's... <laughs> but realistically, it's the most the most natural, innate thing that we can do as a human being is to cook our food, as well as it to hunt our food. So, And that's the big thing here is the idea is like not many of us go hunt our food anymore, right? We don't go out, look for our animal, bring it back. No, but the most innate and instinctual thing we can do for ourselves is cook our own food. And I understand the tactical community, we don't always have the ability to go ahead and cook all the time. But like Matt said, try and create these emergency meals and freeze them. Great. But at the same time, though, is like when you do have the time, take advantage of cooking those meals. And and whatever you have left over, put them away so you can have it for later on down the road. Because again, you now just created this, uh, this connection to who you are from not just from a food and being full sensation, but you've also now connected from a psychological standpoint of, of, of your most innate thing as a human being. So that's, I'll say there's six now guys. So there's that sixth one, make sure you try and cook your food as much as you can. Some of you, some individuals are not good at cooking. Hey, don't worry about it. Just cook your food. I, I, I've gotten better at cooking because I just cook more now. Um, and, and, and that's just kind of the idea behind it. 
So when we go ahead and break down this idea of these six take-homes, right? When we go to look at eat whole real foods, as many natural colors as possible. That doesn't also just in term vegetables, berries, and all that good stuff and fats. Also look at your at your proteins. You know, like your meats, you know, we know chickens are white meat. We know that um fish is considered a ripe meat. We know that um that red meat is considered red meat. We know that and all these different types of colors of food have different nutrient profiles to them that will give you the energy you need based on real meals around high biological value protein source. I love that. I love the idea behind this, 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 let's go ahead and dictate our meals off of protein. Meaning like, hey, and realistically, what's the rule of thumb? Make sure your, your protein serving is the size of your palm, right? Like their size of your hand, however you want to look at it for some people. And then from there, everything else comes around it. And that's dictated off your activity levels. So if you had a lower activity level for the day, does that mean you consume 500 grams of carbohydrates and 60 grams of fat for the day? Probably not, but maybe if you were to go ahead and lower those carbohydrates to maybe 100 grams for the day and you put 100 grams of fat in with, you know, I'll use my, like what I try and stick to. And again, I don't count macronutrients. I just gauge in like what I need and I know that I need more fats today than carbohydrates because my lactivity level is lower. I need, so it's the same way. Look at it from rebalancing those ratios of macronutrients when you are eating. Next thing. The periodization and adjustments of intake, I love that. And it's the same idea here that I do with my training. And like you talked about it, we've had this conversation many times, high, medium, low. If I know that I'm training on a hard day, am I going to eat quite a bit of food? Probably, right? Because my body needs it. I need to sustain. I need to recover. But I've had a moderate day. I could probably have a normal baseline of eating, right? So now as I'm playing around with these, these training days and everything else like that, I now have the ability to now periodize the amount of food I'm taking in, which also increases your metablock flexibility, meaning that I'm not always hitting 3,000 calories every single day because my body doesn't always need 3,000 calories. It might need a little bit less. I might need more, but it varies and you have to understand that. And then Find ways to enjoy what you're eating and be social and creative with it. And that's kind of what gave me this idea of cooking was the creative aspect of herbs was this. And how do you be social when you go eat? Can you make good decisions when you go out and eat? Sure. You know, I do it all the time. Like if I don't feel like eating the bun to my burger for the day, I won't eat the bun to my burger. I'll just ask for fucking four burger patties with some cheese and some bacon and I'll enjoy my fucking French fries on the side with it. And that's my carry. That's that's my, my trade-off. And it's the same idea here. I had a conversation with the, with uh, an athlete the other day about about this. Is when we go ahead and look at eating right in our everyday lifestyle, especially for the dads out there and the moms out there, where sometimes you have to eat your kids' snacks because that's the like you know like <laughs> yesterday I had a, I had a, I had two Pringles because the daughter was like, hey, here you go. And again, as I said in the last show, my daughter is very. Um, is a very healthy individual. She eats very clean. At times, she likes to do those things. And again, every time I talk about it, it's like a Pringle thing or, or like a cheese it And I had one. And it was cool. It was okay. It didn't bother me or mess me up. It, but I made the decision to be like, okay, I'll have one just to feed that in there and go from there. It's the same idea here when we go sit in a social environment. If I was to go have dinner with Matt, yeah, and we went to a a, a nice restaurant, am I going to go ahead and pick the burger and fries or am I going to get the steak with some mashed potatoes and asparagus? Probably going to get the steak, mashed, mashed potatoes and asparagus because one, it's higher in nutrients, but it probably tastes really fucking good and I can get a burger anywhere I want. So that's really one of those big things there. And as well, as we move into you know the end of this show, understand that Softly has a nutrition 
part of the, or as a soft eat nutrition is in the app. And we've seen really great things from individuals who following it. And again, the things that we're talking about here all fall into that nutritional profile under the app to allow for you guys, one, to make it simple, right? And again, when I say simple, it's the idea where it gives you the ingredients, it gives you the shopping list, and you can type in what you want to do. If you want to lean out, you want to perform, you want to bulk up, you want to get super big, it gives you all of those things. The hard part and the difficult part comes in you sticking to it, you making the meals, and you eating towards that and sticking to the meals instead of asking, instead of being like, oh, I'm going to skip my meal today and go have a fucking, you know, burrito. Ghani saw the burrito with sweet, with sour cream, rice, French fries, and Ghani Asada and wrapped in a burrito that was all cooked in vegetable oil. Like, let's not, let's not do that. But again, if that does happen, understand that you have the control to go ahead and go be like, all right, cool. Now it's time to eat a healthier meal, right? Like that's the idea behind it. And I don't think, I think that has been a really big part in like my approach to eating is, hey, I take it one meal at a time. And it's like, hey, what do I, what am I craving right now? What do I want? What do I need, right? Did you hear what I said? I went from this emotional-based thought process to this logical-based thought process. What am I craving? What do I want? And when I find out what those things I want and what I'm craving, I go directly to what is it I need. And then I go ahead and get rid of the other two. I'm like, all right, cool. I want, I would love to have a handful of Sour Patch Kids. And I would love to have, you know, a slice of pizza for lunch today with a cup of coffee. That's awesome. It sounds like the good go-to to go and have it. But I know I don't need that. I know I probably should have some kind of, you know, some kind of, you know, high biological source of protein. I know that I need to put in some kind of good fats and some kind of good carbohydrates because I trained this morning. I'm going to be working the rest of the day. I need to put a little bit more fats to keep the furnace burning and keep it going. I need to recover. So I'm going to go ahead and go dictate it off of that. So you learn to go from, again, this emotional-based thought process to this longevity-based thought, longevity thought process of viewing your food. Again, realistically, guys, again, we've covered a ton of stuff in a very short amount of time. And I couldn't be more happier with the way these shows are coming out and the way we're able to get this the value across to you guys. And as well, just like our last episode and our, our last chapter, I'm sorry, in the last episode that you guys had, you also now have a challenge that you get to do um, because of the fact that, again, you're your own scientist. Let's play around. Let's try and make some things change here. And what this challenge is going to be, and I'm going to let Matt take over because he's the one that came up with it, and I think it's a great one, and it's something that, you know, it's not hard to do. It's really simple and yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so again, in, just like George was saying, in the spirit of, of episode three, we always try and have something where you can, you can kind of get involved and physically feel things, physically feel part of this system. So unsurprisingly, this is going to be something of a nutrition challenge. Don't worry. It's not going to be consuming 500 calories uh, for three weeks and seeing what happens. What we want you to do is you've, you've kind of got a couple of choices. So like George talked about before, if you're already a user of the Softly app, what we would what we would suggest is that you, um, you try and start using the nutrition aspect. And again, you can kind of go through and figure out your, your settings, try and use that for a period of seven days. Um, and, and just kind of, commit to commit to that period of time where you'll you'll follow it based off the shopping list based off the off the meals um there, there's some fantastic choices there commit to that for seven days and and see what happens at that seven day point what we then want you to do is is to kind of have a think about things that we've we've covered through this this uh series 
um, as well as any things you've, you've kind of noticed from that seven day period and perhaps choose two or three things to adjust. So that might be maybe subbing out one type of food for something else that might be like uh, nutrient timing. So when you're eating, or it might be kind of the, the amount. So whether you decide to eat a little bit more or a little bit less. Um, and again, track the track the changes, see what happens. If you're not already, if you're not a user of the app already, you can do exactly the same thing in terms of the, the tracking. Obviously you won't have the feedback from the app, but you can just pen and paper it or use your phone on calendar just to track what it is that you've been eating for seven days. If possible, try and marry that up with what it is you're doing from a training diary perspective or a, a workload perspective. So you've got some kind of objectivity to how you're feeling and how you're performing. Exactly the same thing. Once you've done that initial seven days, add or pick two or three different things that you want to manipulate and play around with and then monitor it for another two weeks, another 14 days and, and just see what happens. Um, the, the big thing we would suggest for this with any type of, of kind of uh, nutrition intervention like we've been banging on about the, this whole series is is the power of the community so try and find like a training partner or, or someone that you can do this with who will help with kind of accountability and, and keeping you keeping you motivated and you'll probably find that sometimes one of you will be be really on it and the other one will want to kind of wrap and give in and then and then vice versa so it can really help to to try and be be part of a, a, a bigger crew for this um and hopefully it should it should kind of show that um it's something that way it's something where you can you can very quickly affect real change and as we've had with with all the other challenges please kind of keep us in the loop with this via social media or you can you can drop us emails directly if you want to um but yeah keep us in the loop to let, let us know how you're getting on with things and how practical different things are depending on what your role is it all helps us kind of produce a, a, a better product and a better service for you at the, at the end and, and real quick, an example of what this nutrition challenge looks like, and it's something we're doing with our pilot case study right now with our with our our subject, is we finally got to see them tra- see him track his food, and when we saw him track his food, we noticed that he was a very carb dependent individual, and the protein that he was eating wasn't from a bio, a high vi- biological value protein, meaning he was. His, his, you know, for example, his wife's a vegetarian and they eat that kind of way, but he eats meat, but it wasn't as much as we needed. And one of the key, the quick tips that we told him was like, Hey, Hey man, let's change the way you're eating. Let's change your protein profile. Also, by the way, let's cut back some of that carbohydrates in terms of processed carbohydrates that you, that he was putting in. And let's go ahead and put in some, you know, some healthier carbohydrates, some sweet potatoes without the skin. Let's go ahead and put in, you know, some more berries. And then the fat aspect, it was like, dude, just start eating more butter. Start putting in some more avocados. Start, you know, increasing your fat intake and then we'll see how this helps. And, you know, we, we will sit and talk with him at the end of this week and find out how that's been going because we've been tracking his food and we have a nutrition log and a survey that's been going on. And we've actually seen some really good changes in it so far. Um, his recovery, his his sleep has gotten better is from what I've seen as well. His physical exertion is doing a lot better. He's not as tired. And so again, that example there, guys, is as simple as it can get. Write down your meals for the next seven days or however many days you want to do it and then go ahead and again, how much are you taking in more carbohydrates, more fats, more proteins, and what does it look like? And go from there. It's that simple. And then try and add some things in there as well. Hydration. I know we didn't dive deep into hydration at all, but it's very simple, right? Understand that your body needs water. (laughs) Understand your body needs electrolytes. So again, 
idea here is you should be consuming water throughout the day at the same time balancing out your electrolytes. So if you're out running for long distances and in the gym in a hot environment or whatever else and you notice yourself sweating, you might want to go ahead and replace electrolytes after that training session or prior to going in. If you're someone who doesn't sweat as much and it's not as hot outside and you live in an environment that you don't always need those extra electrolytes, still understand and manage and be aware of those things. Again, Resources you guys can check out. If you head over to YouTube, you'll find out um, that there's a lot of great videos on there that talk a little bit about nutrition, as well as our Softly Nutrition app. Um, if you guys want to get in connect with any kind of registered dietitian or talk to someone in that manner away from us, please email us. As well as my resources, guys, I've I've just gone through a whole bunch of different pathways. If you guys want to learn more about nutrition and how to take into control and what it is from what we've talked about and how we've created our methods. You know, check out Renaissance Periodization, check out um, Precision Nutrition, check out a lot of these other registered dietitians who are really putting out good information. Again, there's a lot of misconceptions, but look for registered dietitians who are really talking about the balance of macronutrients, energy, and the highest quality food possible for energy out, energy in. That's as simple as I can get. Yeah, I, I think just like bottom line is is just have have some fun with it try not to take it too seriously correct um it, again kind of like we were we've been talking about all the way through it, this is about kind of supporting you to to be a a more robust human first and then a professional uh kind of on top of that rather than the other way around so so have some of that human side of things like george was saying have some fun cooking for and with your family or with with friends uh and make this a, a fun thing to do rather than something that's that's intimidating and scary Sweet. Thanks, guys, for listening to this chapter and making it through all three episodes. If you have any questions or would like to connect, please email us. You can email me, george at softly.com. Or I'm matt at softly.com. Till next time, guys. Thank you.